I'm Elia Haber for the Beirut Banyan. It's pretty late on a Monday night. I'm leaving the square now. It's 10.15 p.m. I've attended many sessions today, the latest of which was about strategizing for tomorrow's parliamentary session, what could be done, what should be done, and different opinions were naturally laid out. The parliamentary session topic was very present among the conversations I had today. Here's one of them. Okay. My name is Sabine Asouf Baz. I'm 45 years old and I work in the field of organic food and healthy stuff. <laughs> Sabine, I usually don't see many people here on Monday nights. Um, how come you're roaming the streets at this time? I try to come here every day, just like looking around to see what's happening. Of course, my husband is a journalist, so it does help. So, and we received a message about what's going to happen tomorrow. And there was some tents around that maybe could like uh, be um, kind of a wall about what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, we need to all be here tomorrow and to stop this law of amnesty. So we're just browsing just to see what's really happening on the field, if those were fake messages or not. Do you feel that this is something you want to contribute to tomorrow? Do you think that this is the most important thing to be done tomorrow? It's not the most important thing. It's one of, you know, it's a long chain and we, we all have to contribute somehow. So yes, tomorrow is important. I'm not sure it's going to happen. It might not. But we all need to be here. Yeah. And if you don't mind uh, elaborating on why you think the amnesty that was proposed is not necessarily something that will help us move forward. Uh, it's all about accountability and this is something that we totally lack of in Lebanon. If you're not told accountable for your, what you're doing, how do you want to change things and improve them and not having the same things happen and happen again? So this is why it's really important that they are held accountable because they've been there for more than 40 years, most of them. And this is the right time for us to like ask of them why and what have you been doing and we need answers, you know. What have you learned in the past four weeks so far as a person about yourself, your country, what has happened so far? <laughs> you know, it's... It's so emotional for me. I'm 45 years old and as I told you, since I was born, Lebanon was never like a normal country with a normal economy, with like the normal basic needs. This is my second revolution. Uh, 2005 was like kind of aborted. And I'm really amazed. I'm amazed because every day I woke up with hope, this is something I never had before. I, I, I was hating this country. I was hating the people of this country. I was hating everything about it. And now I wake up and not only do I have hope, it's so emotional for me. Every morning I love the people of this country. I, I see the women of this country are doing such an amazing job. I see that in only 10 days we were able to have station just to clean up the streets. I see that, you know, this union between everyone. In this, I know it's basic, it's very like bateau, but it's so true. Just seeing the Muslim, the Christian, the Druze people all united 
just like talking with the same language and having the same aspiration is really incredible. I see the people all united for one person who died. You know, there were so many deaths in the last 40 years, but this time you see that everyone is united because khalas, we are so totally fed up of them killing people and not being called accountable for. And even this time, we're not even sure about what's happening. I see that our president didn't even talk about this death. But I see that all the politicians were there al Taazi because it's really like good to be there and to show themselves. And Khalas were really fed up of all of this. And the youth of this country is totally amazing. And I thought that there, most of them were like potheads and not thinking about, you know, <laughs> anything. And they didn't care about anything. No, I see smart, intelligent, creative people that are really asking for, you know, for the basic things, a normal country with a normal law, with people, again, hold accountable for their deeds. Everything that they see in other countries. I'm not saying that we're going to be an ideal country. I know we're going to be in like maybe four and five years of economical turmoil, which is, can be disastrous. But anyhow, we were going toward that. And I'd rather control it a bit than being controlled. The statu quo that we've been living for the last 40 years didn't let anywhere, on the contrary, it led us to where we are today. And the need for a change, I mean, you can feel it in all countries of the world. How many uh, protests are now in all the world? Ele around 11? The Middle East is one of the biggest hubs, but of course you have Chile, you have Barcelona, you have Bolivia, Iraq now, and Iran, which is starting. And there is something in the air. People do not need, they understand more. Of course, there's like la mondialisation, um, the globalization helped all of these people see what's going on, understand more things. Internet, Instagram helped ev everyone understand the basic things of politics even if you don't understand politics you understand that something is wrong so yeah basically what I'm seeing today amazes me every day and I know it's gonna be hard and I tell I mean I have two businesses in this country I know I might lose them but if this is the price to pay for a better future I mean this is the right and only time that we have we have to do it now it won't it won't happen again Besides uh, learning about the youth of your country and the unity, is there anything that you saw that surprised you and you looked at it? It's incredible. Every day you have a new song, a new graffiti, a new like art of Thawa just by itself. You go to Instagram and you see all of those like, you know, drawings. I mean, people are so witty. It's incredible uh, for me. Totally changes the way I see like Lebanese people now, totally. And this unity, people are helping each other. Uh, they tell us that there is like embassies who are like giving money. Of course not. But when you see who is giving money, who is helping, it's not just about money. It's sometimes it could be just food or clothes or just people like really cleaning the street. This is what unity is. This is how you build a country. And in just one month, they were able to do so many things. Our politician didn't do it for 40 years. I mean, come on. It's huge, huge. I'm sure we can do it without them. Have you already recycled more in this month? 
then we've recycled our entire Lebanese years. Speaking of unity, this is a question I am constantly wondering about. How would you deal with the people who are still hesitant about what's going on on the ground? And what would you tell them about your experience here? Well, I had a conversation just today with a person from Al Tayyar. It was a very like casual and very nice conversation. We weren't shouting or, or whatever. And I was just trying to understand why would they still be, you know, stuck in the system if they, their revendications are the same than ours, you know. We are one people, we're all living in the same dirt, you know. So I was just wondering, you know, why? The answer was, you know, we cannot understand when you say Kilun, Yani Kilun, all of them. Doesn't mean that, you know, we have this person who is really clean, which is the president. This is their opinion. Even if I do not agree with it, let's go from there. Would you like challenge everything that's happening now and your way of love just for one person who is 84 years old, who tried and failed? For me, he failed. For everyone, he failed. They all failed. Just like, stop giving me... Arrêtez de me donner des excuses it's because no one let them do the thing or etc no it has nothing to do they've tried they've been here for 10 years for some for 40 for others and they weren't able to do it so now let's move on let's try something else we've tried them they failed we have to try something else and anyhow we are just one people we're Lebanese people and we all have the same problem so let's unite I just ask him if you're so interested in politics why don't you go to the centre-ville and listen to the talks there and you need to have another opinion just not just yours and understand why those people are critical about your tayar or your president and it's not about the the insults because they're they're always talking about those insults when you go when you listen to them talking about the politics issue at the parliament they're all shouting and insulting each other is this the biggest problem that we have definitely not so it's a people who is fed up. They just, they maybe were, we were insulting people. I was insulting them too. But this is really nothing compared to the revendication to what we're asking for. We've been insulted every day in our way of life. Is it possible that we have, I mean, we live by the Mediterranean Sea. This is a jewel. We are Lebanese people. We are Mediterranean. And we cannot even like swim in the sea. I mean, we live in dirt. We live basically in dirt. We have I'm in the organic business. I mean, this is a joke. I'm trying to live a healthy life. And then I go out in the street and there's garbage everywhere. There's viruses and bacteria that are like maybe unknown <laughs> to the human people because they're developing in like the perfect place. I'm paying, I mean, this is the same thing that everyone is saying. We're paying like twice the, 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 the electricity, twice the water. And actually this is, that was... Michel Hohn's own, uh, you know, uh, discourse, speech a few years ago. So what have you done? You know, it wasn't so difficult. Just don't tell me that nobody let you do anything. I mean, stupid things like garbage. Come on. So, yeah, we're fed up. I want to take you back to a point you mentioned earlier in this answer and that was go and listen to what other people have to say and be open to other people's opinion and that is something I wanted to ask you from a media perspective how do you think 
the media landscape has changed, especially versus the last time you witnessed a revolution, if that's how you called it. Um, do you think it's gotten better, it's gotten worse, and how are you consuming your news nowadays? Uh, what has changed is that now you have Instagram and Facebook who are really active. This is another way of getting the news. Of course you have fake news and you have to be thorough about it. Uh, even, I mean, the official uh, television media, even though they are all, uh, you know, backed up by a certain party, they were like the first three weeks showing things a bit differently. They were more, on va dire, less biased. Maybe things are changing, but people are daring. They are like talking, saying things that they, they would never said before, you know, talking about politicians, talking about their parties. So, yes, it, there is a big change, maybe not in all media, of course. But the fact that you have people on the ground with a phone showing you the fact, sometimes those cannot lie, you know, facts. You know, seeing, you can receive... Uh, I don't know a Twitter or a message on the on your on your WhatsApp, and this can be a fake news. But when you're seeing the facts, uh, this cannot lie. So yes, there's a big change now, and it's spreading worldwide. Every Lebanese in the world is like you know spreading those things. And there is a beautiful message from Nimo, who is actually a comedian. I don't know if you know him, that is going viral, and the guy wants to interview all politicians live. To see if they're up to the, you know, up to the game, and I think that this is something that should go really viral, and we should be helping him do something like this, him or someone else. My thing is to help each other. Today, it's going to be really hard, economically hard, for everyone to survive in this country. This is why we should be all of us helping. I mean, I go to this place and I buy from this person, and this person will come and buy from me, and it's going to have to be a circle, you know. We need to organize ourselves, and I think that we can do it really smartly. People are smart in this country, even though I never thought about it. Let's hope uh, we stay that way in everyone's eyes. On that topic, my last question. One year from now, if you're looking back at this moment in our history, what do you think people will remember, or what would you want them to remember? Well, this is... Uh, I think it's too early to remember. I mean, remembering the revolution is nice, but I, I'd rather remember something bigger than this, something like a new government, the way we want it. I'm not sure we'll have have it perfectly, you know. It, it won't be perfect, but it will be a start. This revolution or revolt, I don't care. I'm sure it will never be the same before the 17th October and after the 17th October. We have changed something, totally. But again, something to remember. Yes, you fait toi. There is beautiful images to remember. Tripoli is one of them. Amazing Tripoli. Us in the street. I was there from day one, you know, from Thursday night I was in the street. This is, it was an amazing moment for me. But I still want to remember something else, something bigger. And I hope it will come soon. Elia Haber, signing off from Martyr Square for the Beirut Banyan.